0: Hi friends and welcome to the Fullness of Joy podcast. I'm your host Jessica Matheson. Here at the Fullness of Joy we talk about hard things in light of the gospel because life is hard but God is good. We encourage our hearts by reminding ourselves of the truth day in and day out. I pray this encourages your heart and that your challenge should know Christ more deeply as a result. I'm so glad you're here. Friend, I am so excited to get to introduce you to my friend, Courtney Foster, today. She's a friend of mine from our time in Athens, Georgia, and she is a proponent of all things fitness and wellness through the lens of faith and the gospel of Jesus. Today, we chat all about how the gospel influences how we care for our bodies and the decisions we make about the food we eat and how we pursue health in light of what God's done for us and what he's given us. Wherever you're at on your journey today, I know you're going to be so encouraged by this conversation. So many women struggle with knowing how to take care of themselves, and this conversation is going to help you understand how to make choices that are right for you and just how to listen to the Holy Spirit as he guides you in taking care of the temple that he's given you. Hey friend, you may or may not know this, but I am a faith-based life coach for women. I offer one-on-one sessions where I work with my clients to make and reach their goals to move from going through the motions to truly walking with Jesus and enjoying the life he has given them. We do all kinds of things together, like talk about time management and boundaries and exploring some of our past decisions that have hurt us and just figuring out ways to move through the tough stuff. If this sounds like something you're interested in, I would love to hear from you. You can get more information on my website and in the show notes, and you can book a free call to see if this is right for you. I want you to hear a few words from a former client. She says this, Jessica will guide you in diving deeper into how the truths of the Lord's character and his word can change how we walk through both weeping and rejoicing in this life. If you feel stuck in or exhausted by your present circumstances, Jessica can help build a foundation of spiritual disciplines and help the individualized habits that will help you not only endure, but learn contentment like Paul in any season or circumstance. So friends, if you need help, I'm here for you. Find more information in the show notes. Well, hey, Courtney, how are you today? Welcome to the Fullness of Joy. Hi, thank you so
1: much for having me on. We are doing great. It's another day. My husband's home from work today. So we're going to spend some family time. And yeah, it's a beautiful day here in California.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Tell me about that because you're a Southern girl and you're living out West. And right now in here in the South, It's supposed to be, you know, this is where people come like for the warmer weather in the winter, but right now it's 26 degrees and this morning it was 12 degrees. (laughs) So what is it like living out West in the winter? Because I bet that you are not as cold as we are. (laughs)
1: Listen, let me tell you that that high today is 62 degrees and we were outside yesterday (laughs) with no coats on. Honestly, Uh Part of me is really sad because I love snow. I love snow mm-hmm. days. They're so fun with the kids and things like that. But as far as getting out of the house, because for those of you that don't know me that are listening to this, we are in a program where we travel full time. So we live in a hotel and I have two kiddos. And so anytime we can get out of the hotel room is awesome. So that's a blessing. Oh, but yeah, I do girl. miss the snow. And it's January. So it feels kind of weird that it's 62.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That, that could kind of feel strange. (laughs) It's like, it should be cold, not like freeze your booty off cold, but it should be cold in the winter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. Well, so for this series of the podcast, we're focusing on spiritual rhythms and these are things that restore us, renew us, help us maintain our connection with God, with others, with ourselves And so we've known each other for a while, and one thing that I know about you is that you love fitness and wellness, and this has been kind of a lifelong journey for you, just adding the integration of your faith into these things. And so I would just kind of love to know how did you get to where you are, where this is something that has become your passion that you share and encourage other women in?
1: Yeah, so you are right. This has been kind of a lifelong thing. I'll try to keep it short, but... When I was younger, I played sports my whole life, but really struggled with my weight. I really never understood what it looked like to manage my weight or manage my health or really get healthier. I always viewed it as going on a diet. You know, I can remember Mm -hmm. looking at a diet book as early as the age of eight. I specifically Mm -hmm. like I can see the cover of it now. And thinking about that now, having a daughter who's almost four, that is so crazy because you just being an adult I feel like you don't think about children developing an awareness of that at such an early yeah. age but I know that I did so from there just going on into middle school high school college really just tried all the things like most women have of calorie counting or every diet or program you can imagine even like curbs did you ever go to curbs <laughs> no when I was younger I went to curbs with my mom. It's like a women's wellness center. But oh my goodness. anyways, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then when I went to college, I really started experimenting with just eating really well, movement, things like that. Really got into loving fitness, but kind of mm-hmm. slipped into from one side of complacency, slipped into this, making it an idol and making it an yeah. obsession. Cause I finally, for the first time in my life, was losing weight and it became like an addiction mm. for people to say, wow, you look so
0: good. You look so right. healthy,
1: even though I really wasn't because I was, under so was it like
0: for you, like chasing skinny almost. I think so.
1: I think it was more so I just always been the bigger friend. I had always felt like, oh, I can't borrow their clothes or boys mm. don't like me because I look different or things yeah. like that. Just lies that the enemy tells you. So finally it was like, oh, I can escape from that and I can control. So it became this control Mm. thing Mm -hmm. for me. And then I did really fall in love with fitness too, though. So even though the enemy was kind of distorting it, I was loving what I was learning. And then my sophomore or junior year of college, I was also an accounting major and a family at the church that Jess and I were both attending connected me with an incredible woman. Her name is Caroline Ward. Yay. And She's she, you know, Caroline, she is the best. She runs a Christ centered health and fitness business. And at the time she was just training women out of her home. And so I started working for her, started really to connect faith and fitness. But if I'm being honest, I had all these walls built up because I was mm-hmm. so scared if I didn't do it my way that I was going to lose my results and kind of go back to square one, mm-hmm. as people say. I see. And uh-huh. so You know, I was like, oh yeah, I could preach the, I could preach it. I could talk the talk, but I was not walking the walk. So Mm. fast forward, you know, that's probably in 2014. So fast forward all the way up to 2018 and I got married. And if you're a woman listening to this, whether you're single or married, whatever, you know, the lies that we believe about how we look or what we weigh in relation to singleness or dating or marriage. So I Mm -hmm, think subconsciously, mm -hmm. I had believed that when I got married, all of my self-esteem issues would go away.
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm accepted. It's done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I don't have to go on dates anymore. And somebody's telling me I'm beautiful. It's all going to go away. Well, spoiler alert, that's not true. And it didn't. (laughs) And it got worse. And my like obsession with fitness got worse. And so Mm. finally, I was working in ministry at the time. And at that fall retreat, I was on with some college students. I was in the back, and the message was not on health and fitness at all. It was literally on the woman at the well. But in the beginning, I don't really know why our pastor, Nick Person, who is incredible, he was preaching. He did an illustration. I don't know why on the presidential fitness test, if you know what that is.
0: (laughs) Yes. Surely you know
1: what that is. My gosh, that is a pure torture. I was always so excited because I could
0: reach past my toes because I have long arms, and I was like, I got this. your
1: girl was not excited for that that was like (laughs) Uh, I mean that was the only thing I was
0: excited about I didn't like the other parts.
1: but seriously I'm not even joking I was 23 years old in the back of the room and when he brought up that test like I almost started crying I had tears in my eyes and I realized okay there is something here it was like I felt Mm. the weight of the baggage I had carried of body image and self-esteem and all of that and this is the closest I've ever been To feeling like I heard the Lord audibly, it wasn't audible, obviously, in a room full of students, but I just heard His voice say, "You are living like you can never surrender this to me," and I am not joking. In like in that moment, that night, I just sat in the back with the Lord, like worshiping and surrendering this to Him and saying, "You know what? If this is not going to be about you for you, I just don't want to carry it anymore." Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. truly, ever since then, I have been super passionate about sharing how freedom and fitness is possible because I really experienced that as a gift yeah. from the Lord. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the short version.
0: No, that's incredible. And I think it's so interesting that you said that you were able to tell everybody else about it, but it, you weren't really walking in it. And I think that that can be so true um, of, Just all of us who are within leadership in some capacity within the church, where sometimes there's some aspect of something that we're preaching that we still haven't fully grasped ourselves. And I don't think that makes us like necessarily like hypocritical or, you know, like we're just a bunch of phonies or anything like that. Like it makes us human. And sometimes we don't realize how much we're still struggling with something that we may be helping others with because, you know, maybe we're a little further along than they are, but like we've still got a lot to learn and we've still got places that we can grow in. And that just shows. Those, like the Lord, you know, kind of used that to humble you and to show you like, no, there's there's still further that we can go. There's deeper that we can go with this. And like, he just kind of took you by the hand as his daughter to show you. And that's so that's just so evident of his kindness.
1: Yeah. And I think we have to remember, and I say this to women all of the time because I was there. It's not because I'm just telling them what to do, but it's so easy to know the right things and to not do them, it's almost like right. once we obtain that knowledge or God gives us that wisdom, we almost use it as an excuse to not do things. Like mm-hmm. even with spiritual disciplines, I know I should pray. I know I should fast, but it's almost like, because I know, quote unquote, the right thing to do. I'm like, okay, but what else? Or mm-hmm. I'll get around to it. There's or, gotta be
0: something deeper than that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Does it really work? Does the simple mm. truths of scripture, do they really Quote unquote work. And mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that, yes, they do. So I think, yes, yeah, just right. a reminder that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. that mm-hmm. That's kind of what God's teaching me in this season is that the power of the simplicity of the gospel, it applies yes. to everything. And it's just simple because we don't like simple. We like to figure out all these little nuanced
0: yes. things,
1: but there's so much power in just grace and discipline and surrender mm-hmm. to the cross. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: and so making good. it all about Jesus. Yeah. So. Okay, y'all. This one's for the mamas with picky eaters. I thought I was such a good mom when I started my kids on solids and they would eat whatever I put in front of them. But the older they get, the more opinions they have. And most of the time, they just don't want to eat what they truly need. <laughs> I've been searching for the perfect multivitamin and I have found it. I've tried so many different ones from different grocery stores and Amazon and all the things, but Haya Vitamins have been a game changer in our home. They have 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They only have to be taken once a day and they are a blend of fruits and veggies, so real food that your kiddo needs. Plus, they have zero grams of sugar. This was a big deal for me because I don't want to fill my kids up with a bunch of junk when I'm trying to give them vitamins and minerals. A lot of kids' vitamins have tons of junk in them, but not hia. They also come with this super cute refillable bottle that your kids can decorate with stickers. And I can say that I've noticed a difference in my kids' quality of sleep and their immunity since using them. So try hia Vitamins today and you can get 20% off of your first order. You can see the link in the show notes for more info. so like what would you say to the woman who is where you were where she may f- like for all intents and purposes on the outside like she looks like she prioritizes her physical well-being or maybe she has like such good discipline with calorie counting and all these things and like it looks like she takes care of herself but like her heart motivation is not good (laughs) and you know it comes from a place of control and she she's afraid of doing the wrong thing or making a misstep what would you say to that woman who's really struggling to integrate her faith into her physical well-being and fitness
1: yeah I I think it starts from just this foundation of and this not to like get really not morbid but you know when you think about (laughs) if we were to die tomorrow literally what would matter And that's so easy to say, but I think really sitting with that and saying, okay, God, when Jesus left this earth, he said, go and make disciples. And so that is our job. That is the whole entire purpose of our lives. And Mm. so the only way to find freedom in anything, whether that's parenting or marriage or fitness or your job, whatever, the only way to find freedom, joy and fulfillment in that is for that to be an avenue through which you, you are fulfilling the great commission. So I Mm. think about, if we're thinking about fitness as something that's separate from that calling, AKA the only calling we truly have, then Mm -hmm. it's going to end up returning void and it's going to turn into idolatry. Because I think about for me, when I was doing it and being so obsessive and feeling all this bondage over counting calories or obsession with the scale, all of that, it had become all about me and it was fueling my pride. So practically speaking what i would say to her a few things that helped me one i read the freedom of self-forgetfulness mm-hmm. by tim keller whoa that book is unbelievable and you can honestly read it in like under an hour oh, it's very good short it's so good it's such a short it's almost like a pamphlet yeah i've very heard good. people
0: i've heard people recommend it before it has been like kind of on my radar i need to look into that
1: I mean, you could read it in a day. You could read it probably if you're a fast reader in 30 minutes. Such (laughs) a good reminder. It's amazing. So I read that and just was reminded of this freedom of when I'm obsessing over my body and how food relates to how I look and making it all about me. The enemy was using that to create bondage in my life. But when I, you know, like the quote that says humility, not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. And so I tell women, honestly, the goal I think with health is to get to where it just doesn't consume you anymore. At first, Mm -hmm. you're going to learn and grow and all of those things and kind of figure out your rhythm. But the goal is eventually for it to just take up less space in your brain so that God can use other things. Anyways, but practically speaking, I read that book and then I stopped weighing myself for almost a year. And Mm -hmm. just had to step back. Now, I want to give a disclaimer. If you're in a place where your doctor is asking you to weigh or you're really trying to get your weight in check for health purposes, then obviously don't do Mm -hmm. that. But for me, I was at a healthy weight, but I was still so obsessed with
0: going down another
1: pound, going down another pound. That number controlled my
0: Mm -hmm. emotions.
1: It controlled Mm -hmm. so many of my actions. It controlled my joy. So I just put it away. I just. Yeah stopped weighing that was actually my husband was like hey i think you should consider putting this away and you know mm-hmm. at first that's like ah, but he was right and it was so transformative for me because i put it away for so long i actually stopped tracking first then i actually do track again now but do it a lot more flexible in a flexible way but mm-hmm. put the scale away put the numbers away and just focused on okay god if i'm gonna do this for you I know how to eat well. I know how to move my body. I know how to have a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to get rid of all the noise and just do this for you. So that's what Mm -hmm. I would say practically is just take a step back and really check your heart motive on every single Mm -hmm. thing you're doing. And if you can't honestly say, yeah, that's helping me do this for God's glory or helping me grow in discipline for the sake of godliness, then I would step away for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And You know, what's so funny is I we don't even own a scale. And the only time that I'm aware of my weight is when I'm pregnant, because they have to check you. <laughs> <laughs> but I like literally, I'm the same where it's like, I've been in seasons, like in college, I remember I like, would do like calorie counting. Well, not like, super intense but yeah like I I kind of dabbled in like calorie counting not as much as like with food but I would be like I have to be on the Stairmaster until I burn this many calories that kind of thing mm, yeah. and um and just you know I there's definitely times where I have like had a poor relationship with food and not because I've necessarily wanted to lose weight but because of like some health issues that I've had. So like in my mind, I'm like, well, if I eat perfectly, essentially, then like my health issues will be better. And so that has been like this means of like, okay, yes. But like, is that worth your like sanity? (laughs) I mean, because like, I, like I have endometriosis and fibroids. And so, and you know, like our infertility journey and everything. And so even now after having two miracle babies like i've still got some women's health issues that i'm trying to work through and i've just come to the place where i'm like okay i know that if i ate like pretty much like a whole 30 diet like no grain no sugar no um no dairy you know all those things if i pretty much ate that way perfectly all the time like i would feel great but i would also be miserable Mm -hmm. and like food is such a big part of our lives and especially with having young kids like It's just, you know, that's just like not feasible or sustainable. And so I'm more at the point now where it's like, okay, I'm going to do the best I can with like dairy free and gluten free. Like that feels manageable to me. And, you know, except for my sourdough. And, you know, I'm just going to trust the Lord that He's going to bring healing in other ways, like through supplements and through my exercise, moving my body. And, but I can't like completely obsess over every single bite that comes into my mouth because like, it just does not take me to a good place and I think that all of our like our motives and our heart um, behind the things that we do obviously is like such a big indicator of you know just where our, our head space is at too and so I think that we have to we have to really be in touch with like what the Holy Spirit is telling us as individuals because sometimes it can seem as though like you said, like this latest diet or fat or whatever is like the thing. And that's going to be like kind of what unlocks our (laughs) health journey and all these things. And like, but it really comes down to like just keeping it simple and like move your body, like eat well for you, you know, and everybody like, that's different. That's going to be different. I mean, obviously nobody needs to eat Cheetos all day, but like everybody can tolerate different things. And then like, just trust the Lord with the rest of it. (laughs) Y'all, let's be real. No one likes their period, but as a woman, it's something we have to live with. If you're looking to manage your period with effective products that give back, try Pixie Cup. I have the menstrual cup and the Pixie Pulse TENS unit that helps curb the pain of debilitating cramps. With fibroids and endometriosis, I need all the support I can get during that time of the month. And Pixie Cup has greatly helped me. And another cool thing is that they're a Christian company that gives back. Your purchase also provides a menstrual cup for a woman in need around the world. Be sure to check out Pixie Cup and use code JESSICAM for 15% off today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think along with that, as you're talking about some of the Activities that can lower inflammation or affect other areas of your health. I just wanted to speak into that really quickly because I know nowadays that is such a movement, if you will. And I'm not saying that I'm not about pursuing natural things and pursuing lowering inflammation or helping your gut health. I think those things are amazing and I think you should do them. However, something that I feel like I've really been talking about lately or just has really been settling in with me because I can go deep into the rabbit holes of those things oh, and <laughs> you know oh my goodness but just remembering that we can't out a fallen body and mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that is just yeah. another way that we try to grasp for control but yes. ultimately you can do all the right things quote-unquote right things and you still have a fallen body because this is a fallen yeah. world. And so yeah. I think it's just that continual posture of surrender. And like you said, walking in step with the spirit, like I knew somebody one time, a lady that discipled me for a time. And when I tell you, she like walked with the Lord and everything. And she talked to me about eating one time and how she literally would just ask the Lord about. What she was eating, and she ate very clean. She ate pretty much like whole thirty all the time. That was her conviction. That's what she did. Again, like Jess said, that's not right for everybody. That's why there's no diet plan in the back of the Bible. If there was a perfect way to eat, <laughs> then God, like God, would have told us, "Here's what you yes. eat." If there was a perfect yes. way to eat, that's but so there's funny. not.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's all that
1: you know. I say that to people all the time because you know, for me, for years, like you were saying, I was looking for that thing that would like unlock my magical results or Mm -hmm. make me look like a fitness influencer on Instagram or whatever. And it's really just the simple things. But she was saying how one time this family, she had done something for them. They felt really blessed by her. Anyways, they wanted to bless her. So they brought her like a banana split from Dairy Queen and they all wanted (laughs) to share it with her. And she just in that moment felt peace of, I'm just going to have this. Like I'm not going to worry about how I'm eating or what plan I'm on. I'm just the Holy Spirit was like just have it, and so I think mm-hmm. that was so powerful to me. Just of like, okay, yes. hey, because there are so many times in my life where I would have literally not eaten that.
0: I would have been like, oh no same. Things. I would be like, mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even still today, I'm like, okay, I would much rather have like a blizzard. Yeah, but, honestly, you know... I could
0: not eat that because it would like make me sick. But I know I I get what you're saying. Yeah,
1: but yeah, in theory, she was just okay. I you know, what's gonna bless them, and even this morning. I was in a passage in Acts where Peter has the vision and God declares all foods clean Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want anything to stand in the way of the gospel, getting to the Gentiles, not what they're eating and food is so important. So anyways, that was such a tangent, but
0: I love that. The fact
1: is we can't micromanage our health and out work our way out of having a fallen body. And I think Mm -hmm. that that shocks people sometimes because we feel like, Oh, if I could just get this right. I wouldn't struggle with this sickness or this disease or this infertility journey. And I'm not saying it can't help or that you can't.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: have It can't work, but I'm just saying, you know, it still takes trust in the Lord. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. So what is one baby step that you would recommend just for everyone, just to take today toward better health, just one baby step that is simple.
1: One baby step so hard but I think if I had to say one thing that I think could have the greatest impact I think nutrition first of all in my opinion is Caroline Ward actually taught me this nutrition is king exercise is queen so I think mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. people think about fitness or weight loss in, in and terms they don't of oh, I need to go to the gym yeah. yeah I mean need to go to the gym or I need to start a fitness class, whatever they start working out, they get discouraged because they don't see results because they haven't changed anything about the way that they eat. So I will say this, that nutrition is going to have a far greater impact on not just your external results, but how you feel internally. Oh, for sure. Yep. Baby step. If I had to boil that down though. So like the big baby step would be focus on nutrition. The tiny baby Mm -hmm. step would be if you could increase your vegetable intake, and just increase it at every meal. You can replace some of the snacks with veggie heavy snacks. And the reason for that is because vegetables, one, are tend to be lower in calorie. Not that that's always the right. goal, but you can eat a lot of them. And they come with so many nutrients, so much fiber, things like that. So, And then it's also focusing on adding, not taking mm-hmm. away. I'm not mm-hmm. saying... Limit your calories or do this, whatever. It's not right. going to add in more and experience, honestly, the abundance God's given us of fruits and vegetables to enjoy. So, yeah, that would be a baby it. step, I think, today. is I love that. Just Eat incorporate veggies. more veggies and, <laughs> yeah, and like branch out from the steamed broccoli or whatever. Uh, there are so many. You need to roast that broccoli. <laughs> Roasting, air frying. So good oh do something because yeah that's my baby step is I love or vegetables get creative have fun with it you mm-hmm, know so mm-hmm.
0: and we have like the world at our fingertips with our phones like there are so many resources now like there's not really an excuse to be like well I just don't know how like I mean you literally could get on Pinterest and be like how to make veggies taste better <laughs> like how to yeah. roast vegetables you know like you would be able to find like literally just roasting vegetables with like olive oil salt pepper maybe some lemon juice like that right there yes. is like oh so good you know mm. and just put yes. it with like some rice or quinoa or whatever and like you're there you go you're golden <laughs> yes or cauliflower cauliflower yeah, is the vegetable, vegetable. So it could be anything I know. anyways oh, Literally <laughs> on. do anything it's crazy well last question <laughs> if we were sitting at a coffee shop together just catching up what would you have in your hand to sip on
1: Ooh. So I'm trying to think. So actually for Christmas I got an espresso. So I have been making all kinds of drinks at home. I'm so proud of myself for not hitting up Starbucks all the time. Yes, girl. But in the holiday season, the sugar cookie almond milk latte from Starbucks is my jam. Or (laughs) if we were just at a you know generic coffee shop that's not Starbucks, I would say dirty chai. That's my like nice my soul drink. I love it.
0: Love it. Love it. Oh my goodness. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Can you let everybody know where they can find you online and where you hang out?
1: Yeah. So on Instagram, my account where I post things is Courtney T Foster. Then I'm also a co-partner of fit for his glory on Instagram. So we have a podcast, we have some new exciting things that we're going to be launching this year. So you can follow me over at Courtney T.
0: Foster and at Fit for His Glory. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. I know this is going to encourage so many women who just need to know that they're not alone in this struggle, but that there is hope. So thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as we wrap up, I did want to just share two scriptures with anybody that's listening to this as you're just starting this journey. If you're like, okay, but does God like care about this. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. it's It sounds great to say that. So I just wanted to say two things really quick. Romans 12, really all of Romans 12 is fabulous, but Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it says, essentially to present your bodies as a living sacrifice and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I think just sitting with that and thinking of your body as a living sacrifice to God and honoring him with it. And then for Corinthians 6 19 through 20 where it talks about your body being a temple of the holy spirit and how you're not your own you are bought with the price and literally thinking how can i take care of this one body or temple god has given me so that Mm, would be my encouragement from a biblical perspective always want to point back to scripture but yes yeah thanks so much for having me today jess oh my goodness you're so welcome talk soon bye
0: friend thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this show i created it to share the truth of god's word with those near and far i pray it's been a blessing to you if you enjoyed listening to the show please leave a review wherever you're listening and share it with a friend that will help more people find it help more people find the fullness of joy thank you so much have a blessed day